Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about lung function tests. If you want to follow along with written notes on this topic, you can follow along at zerodefinals.com slash lungfunctiontests or in the respiratory section of the Zero to Finals medicine book. Let's get straight into it. Lung function tests are used to help establish a diagnosis of lung disease and they're particularly helpful when looking at obstructive or restrictive lung disease, where there are recognisable findings on these tests to help guide the diagnosis. And this section is designed to give a simplified overview of lung function tests, and there's a lot more to learn if you're interested and want to dive a bit deeper. So let's talk about some of the basic outcome measures of lung function tests. Spirometry is a test that's used to establish objective measures of lung function and it involves different breathing exercises that are done into a machine that measures the volumes of air that's passing through it and the flow rates and then produces a report. Reversibility testing involves using a bronchodilator such as salbutamol prior to repeating the spirometry test to see what impact the bronchodilator has on the results of the test. The first outcome measure to talk about is FEV1, and FEV1 means forced expiratory volume in one second. And this is basically the amount of air a person can exhale as fast as they can in one second. And this is a measure of the ability of the air to freely flow out of the lungs. And this will be reduced if there's any obstruction to airflow out of the lungs. The next outcome measure is FVC. And FVC stands for forced vital capacity. And this is the total amount of air that a person can exhale after a full inhalation. So the maximum amount after taking a deep breath that the person can breathe out. And this is a measure of the total volume of air that a person can take into their lungs. This will be reduced if there's any restriction on the capacity of the lungs. So FEV1 is helpful for obstruction and FVC is helpful for restriction. So let's talk about obstructive lung disease. And obstructive lung disease can be diagnosed when the FEV1 is less than 75% of the FVC. So that means that FEV1 to FVC ratio is less than 75%. And what this suggests is that there's some obstruction slowing the passage of air from getting out of the lungs. The person may have a relatively good total lung volume, but the air is only able to move in and out of the lungs slowly due to obstruction. In asthma, the obstruction is caused by a narrowed airway due to bronchoconstriction. So constriction of those smooth muscles around the airways causing the obstruction. In COPD or chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, there's chronic airway and lung damage that's causing the obstruction. You can test for reversibility of the obstruction by giving a bronchodilator and then repeating the test. And in an obstructive picture caused by asthma, it should be reversible so that obstruction should improve but in COPD, the bronchodilator shouldn't be too helpful and there won't be much reversibility of the obstruction. Next, we'll talk about restrictive lung disease. If there's an FEV1 and an FVC that are equally reduced and the FEV1 to FVC ratio is more than 75%, 
This suggests a restrictive lung disease. And restrictive lung disease involves a restriction of the abilities of the lungs to expand and fill with air. Basically, the lungs are restricted from effectively expanding. And this can be differentiated from obstructive lung disease where there's obstruction of airflow through the airways into and out of the lungs, whereas in restrictive lung disease, there's a restriction in the ability of the lungs to expand. This restriction of lung expansion leads to inadequate ventilation of the alveoli and therefore inadequate oxygenation of the blood. Restrictive lung disease will cause the FEV1 to FVC ratio to be normal or slightly raised because there's no obstructive pathology present that would be restricting the airflow through the airways. The FVC will be reduced because there's a restriction in the overall expansion and therefore the maximum capacity of the lungs. So what are the causes of restrictive lung disease? It can be caused by anything that will affect how well the chest wall and the lungs can forcefully expand to draw air in. So this is things like interstitial lung disease, such as pulmonary fibrosis, sarcoidosis, obesity, motor neurone disease, and scoliosis of the spine. Next, let's talk about a peak flow. And a peak flow is a measure of the peak or the fastest point of a person's expiratory flow of air. It can be referred to as the peak expiratory flow rate or PEFR and it can be measured using a peak flow meter. And this is a really a simple way of demonstrating how much obstruction to airflow is present in the patient's lungs. So therefore it's useful in obstructive lung disease, particularly asthma, to gain insight into how well the asthma is controlled and how severe and acute exacerbation is. The technique to do the peak flow is to get the person to stand tall, take a deep breath in, make a very good seal around the device with the lips, and then to blow as hard and as fast as possible into the device. And usually you ask the patient to take three attempts and record the best result of those three attempts. The result can vary dramatically based on the size and the age of the patient. So to put the result into context, it's recorded as a percentage of the predicted peak flow. And the predicted peak flow is based on sex, height and age using a reference chart. So for example, an asthmatic patient with a predicted peak flow of 400 that only manages a score of 200 on their best attempt of 3, currently has a peak flow of 50% of predicted. Thanks for listening to this episode on lung function tests. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it with your colleagues to help them with their revision too. And if you want to help me out, I'd be really grateful if you could leave me a rating or review on iTunes or whichever podcast app you use. And I hope you tune in for the next episode, which will be on asthma.